Hi, this is Michelle with The French Following. Today is May 10th, 2021. And it's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. I've been focusing on my health and trying to do different things. I'm working with a nutritionist. I start with a trainer next week. A lot of my issues um, have been stress-based. And I don't know when it started, but it seems to me that I personally am in flight or fight reflex, like almost all the time. I get startled if um, someone comes up on me unannounced and I don't realize they're there. I I startle easily. Um, And a lot of that isn't good. Um, if If you're having a high amount of cortisol in your body, which is what that indicates for me, then that's not healthy. So I've really been working hard on reducing my stress and um, changing my eating to support um, the stress that I have. Um, it's It's been a very different journey for me. Um, I don't know when I last recorded, if it was like six or eight weeks ago. And I really didn't know what I was going to do. I, you know, part of the trouble of being a serial entrepreneur like I am is if you're through with a project, you always wonder, well, what's my next gig? What's my next What's the next thing I'm doing? Now, I do have gig work that I I do on the side, um, but those aren't directly related to things like my podcast here, and I'm thinking of doing some writing. Those those things are separate and and kind of push aside my projects when there's other things that are pending that are more urgent, Um, and then they get by the wayside and trying to be better with that. Um, I'll be harder on myself about it when my, my health picks up. Um, I'm seeing some progress in that area, but it is a long road ahead of me to work on this cortisol stress response that I seem to have. And I don't know what started it. Um, I don't think quarantine has helped I'm an introvert and I live with an extrovert and there's nothing wrong with extroverts and nothing wrong with introverts, but we derive our energy from separate ways. I derive it from going inward and they derive it from relating to people. So as our needs increase with the stress of COVID and not being able to go anywhere much and do anything and all of that... And um, travel has always been one of my favorite outlets, but that's been no fun. (laughs) Travel with masks, travel in airlines where they treat you like crap and make you wear masks, yet they sit you next to people you don't know and you're with the party. And it's like, well, if it's so important to wear masks that you're going to kick someone off the flight for putting it down under their nose, why are you sitting me next to a stranger if you are so concerned about COVID? Or are you more concerned about being a Nazi and, you know, not really caring about COVID and the reason behind these rules, but you like lording that your little power that you don't have to be a doormat anymore in customer service. You can now be a COVID Nazi and now you're getting your dues um, that way. 
I don't know, but that is something I've observed a lot. I think COVID has become a great excuse to provide shitty service. Um, I've had a friend tell me the other day how they had poor service at a restaurant. And I know for me, I mean, they hand us one menu. It, it doesn't work for us to have one menu. He needs his, I need mine when we go out to eat. And it does, I know it sounds silly. Oh, what a waste. Well, you know, laminate a menu and wash it off. They had to wash menus before COVID anyway. People would get their crap on it and their drinks. And that was a normal activity at a restaurant even before COVID. And, you know, they make it sound like it's the law and, you know, well, it's because of COVID. No, it's because your manager made a choice that they wanted to save money on menus and the cleaning of menus. And now they have a great excuse to provide shitty customer service and save money. So that's the choice they're making. And I see that again and again. And we're just all supposed to suck it up and smile because, you know, we don't want to get to COVID. They're doing their best. Yeah. So, <laughs> And speaking of that, I'm really irritated. I I said in my last podcast that I'm getting away from politics, and I am. I am. I'm so in the dark right now. Um, not only that, it just makes me want to throw up every time I read anything that Biden does or Pelosi or any of those creatures. Don't don't want to go there. But now we seem to have the vaccine Nazis. <laughs> the, you know, the social justice warriors that will ask you in front of everybody if you're going to a group meeting with no shame, like this is what they're supposed to do. Have you got your vaccine yet? You know, putting you on the spot. And, you know, if you don't believe in the vaccine or you feel like it's too risky, and if you really ignored the press and started reading about it, you'd realize that it is really, really, really risky. And that you can't sue the companies if something goes wrong that's in the fine print. If you get a vaccine and you end up not being able to bear children because of it, you, you can't sue Johnson & Johnson or Pfizer. You, you can't. It's in the fine print because it's experimental. It's not approved by the FDA. And But they don't tell you that in the news, um, which has always been my war is how the news doesn't tell you the right story and they withhold information and they, they shape the narrative and it's, they're doing it with the vaccine, of course. And I'm not shocked. None of this is surprising to me. The, have you gotten your vaccine yet? What vaccine did you get? No, I've got my first or I'm going for my second. I'm like, who the fuck cares? But it becomes another way to separate the free thinkers from the sheep. <laughs> And I don't know what other way to say it. And, and it pains me. There are people very close to me that want, that have gotten the vaccine or want to get the vaccine and um, believe the news and believe everything they say because they're spitting out what they want to hear. And I, you know, I, I don't know what to say. Um, I feel very alone a lot of times. It's like when I go out socially and that and the vaccine becomes a pr predominant conversation when you're getting it or when you're getting your next one or how you felt after it or I, I mean that this, you know, I, you know, I was never much for small talk, but I, I wish to God we would just talk about the weather and what happened to just talking about the weather for small talk. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is what our country has come down to. And if you don't believe 
like the culture at large. You stand out like a sore thumb. And I don't want to stand out. I'm not one for wanting attention. That's never been my MO. And I'm not one for not, you know, not wanting to fit in. With that said, I've always been counterculture most of my life with everything. I think for myself, I don't, you know, think what people tell me. I mean, in the beginning, in my early 20s, yeah, I kind of just believed what I was told in college um, and, you know, by my parents and all that. It's and the politicians. But when you really start digging into it, you realize that there's so much more that they're not telling you. And it, it can be a matter of life or death even. But, you know, so it's hard. It's hard remaining in the culture. Sometimes I'm like, well, um, I have some friends at full-time RV and I'm like, maybe that's a way to escape. But I, I really don't know because at some point you still have to interact with the people at large. And I don't want to be a hermit. In the same regard, I don't want to sit there being contrary to everything that they say. First of all, I think it's it's useless. And I'm not one. I don't thrive on debate or argument. It's not me. And, you know, basically how it's set up now, if I were to speak my mind about everything that I'm in, in, encountering when I venture out into the real world, yeah, it it's it's not good. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm really, I'd be in debating my position 24 seven and that's not me. I don't, I don't relate to, to debate. I, you know, I don't relate to agree either, but I, I don't feel like taking on the whole culture at once. And that's what I feel like I'm being called to do whenever in front of everybody, I'm being asked about when I got my vaccine or being put on the spot. I am incredibly counterculture to this whole movement. And I know people listening, some are out there, you know, you listened because I supported um, the Republican platform and have a conservative way of thinking. And I know there's some of you out there that are really terrified of COVID and maybe got the vaccine. I'm not judging you. I, and I'm not placing judgment on you and your choices. I'm just saying, I wish to God, this wasn't the conversation of our culture. And is that ever going to change? Or are we going to be talking about COVID two years from now? And if you think I sound crazy, I don't know. Did we really think back in March when this was all going down in 2020, this is where we'd be? Um, I saw it. I didn't see it in a great way. I, I knew that people would start to be discriminated against if they don't get the vaccine. That's already happening in Democratic-led cities and, and, and states, and it's just awful. And I love to travel. And if I don't get a vaccine, does that mean I can never cruise again, go across, you know, go overseas, use my passport? I don't know. And... I will just have to wait and see, but I, I, I definitely don't like the trend that's going to and the power that COVID has set up. And that's one thing to the people that are out there that think the press has lied about 
Trump and you believe that and the election, and you really believe there's election fraud and you really believe that Trump should have won and you really believe all those things that the press don't support, that Hunter Biden really did all those awful things and the press suppressed it. If you believe all of that, how can you believe that the same people, the same people reporting that are telling you the truth about COVID? Wouldn't their nature of lying make you believe exactly the opposite of everything they say? Well, they're going off off of what doctors say and they're looking at stats. Stats can be skewed and they can grab a bunch of stats from different hospitals and skew them any way they want to serve their purpose. I've seen it time and time and time again. So don't think for a moment that your wonderful press is telling you the truth about COVID and the vaccines, yet still think they lied up the ass about Trump and the Republican Party and the conservative platform. No. There are very real political reasons they're using COVID and the vaccines, and it has nothing to do with our well-being And I believe that. I believe that is truth. And you're never going to convince me otherwise. I've been in the healthcare field. I've worked in the healthcare field. I know how it works. But I also know the chaos surrounding it at times and how everything is regulated. And sometimes just checking off a box because you have to check off a box is all you do because you're too busy to do other things. Seeing all of that at a very basic level And I believe with all my heart that if you're looking at COVID numbers and rises and, oh, right now Colorado is on the rise, my doctor told me as she tried to strong arm me into a vaccine the other day. And I wanted to ask her, what about Florida? Why isn't Florida on a rise? And hey, none of them wear masks. And let's discuss Sweden and the herd and the herd immunity. What's what's happening there? Yeah, it was rough for them at first, but they're doing better now, aren't they? I just think it's all bullshit. Do I think COVID's real? Yes. Do I think people really die from it? Yes. But you can't tell me all the flus and all the colds just suddenly disappeared out of nowhere. We, we don't have any stats for them anymore. It's all COVID. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. I've read in fine detail the criteria to test for COVID, and that's up to the state. That's up to the lab reading those results. You can look for 10 markers. You can look for 20 and say it's COVID. You can look for 50. It's up to the state, and it's up to the lab. So while some may consider, oh, yeah, that's definitely COVID, others do not. It is skewed. Yes, people have died from it. Yes, it's nothing to mess with. But I stand on my word still. This is nothing that matches the hype that's been attached to it. It isn't that awful. It doesn't need a vaccine. Besides, your vaccine is going to be null and void in a little bit. And we'll probably be all wearing masks until I die, which begs the question, maybe I should just, I can't go anywhere else on earth because everyone's fucked up by this COVID hype. Um, Maybe live in a mountain somewhere. I don't know. I, I just, 
once your eyes are opened to the truth, you can't walk away from it. And I wish I could. I wish I could relate to my friends all talking about the vaccines and like they're really going to help. But I can't because I've seen it and I just can't step away from it. This is farce. It is farce just like them saying Biden won the election. It is equal farce. It is used to control us and keep us inside. And as long as they can do things like that, they remain in control. But too many people don't see it that way. And that's unfortunate. One thing I've had to do with my health is really be mindful of what I allow in to my life. And And that's been difficult and that's been hard. I mentioned earlier that I'm in a cortisol (laughs) hyper state all the time, whether I want to be or not. And I'm doing things to reverse that, going to practitioners. I just bought this calming device called Apollo, which I like because it's a wearable. It's not something like meditation that you have to actually set out to do. You're actually wearing this device. I haven't gotten it yet. I hope it does work but it's supposed to soothe sense when you're under stress or anxiety, which for me can be something simple as, you know, my whole foods order is running late and I'm worried the milk will get sour, which has happened twice, by the way. And I'm, I'm going to speak out about whole foods about that because it really ticked me off. But yeah, that, that should not be a level 10 anxiety issue. <laughs> and a few years ago, it wouldn't have been, you know, I don't know if it's been the shelter in place constantly feel like I never have my own space. Um, There's just not a whole hell of a lot of other places to go right now. Um, Or is it, I, you know, in, in several months of that finally just cracked me and now everything startles the fuck out of me because I don't feel like I have my own little place to go to. I, I don't know. Or is it just all the health issues I've had, the several surgeries, a surgery gone bad, going to the ER several times. I mean, there's probably a recipe of several things that have combined that, you know, but one thing I've realized is that my tolerance is really low. And I did have the blessing of, I have an office for this month and it was just for a month and it was temporary and that was okay. And it's away from the house. And so I I jumped on it. And at first I was going to use it to write a book but then I decided that I needed to still focus on my health. I was really close to getting a book coach and someone that I liked a lot because I do feel it would really help me. But I decided I, I still needed to focus on my health and my stress first before I started a new endeavor that would have deadlines and working with someone and she would do interviews and It all sounds fun and great, but right now, I just don't think physically I can handle the added stress of that right now. And I also have my gig work, the side work that I do that I mentioned earlier. Um, So I decided to get this office. I was going to use it to write my novel. And then I thought, I'm just going to use it for me, whatever it is. If I stare at the wall for five hours, that's what I'm going to do. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going there and I'm doing crafts and journaling and I do a little bit of work there, um, you know, for the different businesses that we run. But for the most part, I'm just using it to chill and have my own space for a little bit. I think just 
this whole COVID thing in and of itself has affected my health in a negative way. Not, not the, and I'm sure everyone else can say that as well, but this is a factor you don't consider when you start taking away everything that gives me joy and gives me outlet. Um, yeah, it, it can affect me at a deep level and I have to be cognizant of that moving forward. It's really not easy um, to, to do. And I've been working with a career coach and I, I really like her. She's a lot of fun to talk to. And um, the opportunity with her just kind of landed in my lap and um, she's been very engaging and has a lot of great ideas. And, and one thing that she did help me with is I was really pained when I didn't want to continue my political podcast anymore. I'm not one to start a project, throw a lot into it, and then just stop um, flat. But as I've shared before, the content that I was covering was not helping me and my mindset. Um, so she's helped me realize that there are people out there that you know, was a sportscaster this year, but last year or next year, they're a motivational speaker. And so, you know, that there are people out there that are successful that, you know, go in different realms and go on different tangents. And that's kind of how I am. I, you know, I'll, I'll get a tangent and then I'll, I'll dive deep into it. But at some point, a lot of times I end up going on to something else. And that's why I call myself a serial entrepreneur because, you know, I've always envied the people on Shark Tank because they're working with this one invention and that's all they think about and day and night and they pour, you know, thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars into it and testing it and all of that. And this is what they eat, sleep or breathe. I've never had anything like that. I can do that on a short scale for a while, or if I'm working for someone, I, I can do it for them because they're paying me to do that. I can keep doing that same thing over and over again. I Where that will take this podcast, I don't know, but I'm going to continue to share my journey and while I'm figuring it out because I, I don't know, you know, I'm still working on my health and I'm still, you know, and yeah, still, I'm mad as hell about what happened in the election and everything that's transpired since then. And another reason I don't want to listen to the news, I don't want to hear the shit that's going down. I mean, someone told me today that some hackers, I guess they took up, took over a pipeline in the East. And I'm just like in the United States. And I'm just like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> sounds cruel, cold and callous, but to me, everything's gone to hell in a handbasket. So that's just, you know, par for the course. I, you know, do I think they would have pulled this shit with Trump in office? No, no, I do not. Actually. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody in office right now. It's just this weak, you know, person that can't even communicate that, you know, everyone who listens to the press and, you know, shapes our culture thinks is phenomenal apparently or something. I don't know, but it, you know, we're lucky we aren't getting taken over by terrorists yet or something. And maybe that's more to come um, because we don't have any strength in the white house. And so we are definitely vulnerable to a lot like a pipeline getting taken over. Um, so yeah, I, it's just not good out there. And 
what do you do? And that's my question for myself. What do you do when you wholeheartedly disagree with the culture? You think most of the press tells you lies. This is a country you've lived in since a little girl and, you know, maybe trusted these people at one point or at least believed them or, or didn't, you know, with such a strong passion, believe that they're lying. But now that I see it and now that I know, how do you move forward? I, I don't know. I still don't have the answer to that. Um, I really don't. And most of all, how do you deal with all the people that believe it and totally believe it, all of it? I, that really, I don't know how to do it. And, and not only that, they believe it and wear it proudly with a big flag and shove it in your face every chance they get um, with no shame and no respect for someone that may have a different viewpoint, even if they're not voicing it. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. I don't have that answer. But this is Michelle, and I wanted to touch back. I, I looked at the dates. I guess it's been about six weeks since I did a podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If there's still listeners out there, I know I'm not doing my due diligence by being timely, by putting out podcasts, but I am trying to keep with it. And I do appreciate those that listen and thank you very much.